Craig. <laughs> He's recording now. Alright, cool. I'll cut it out. Welcome back to the Hush Force Podcast, brought to you by the Talkcast Network. That was me and Cam completely botching our intro earlier, trying to get it set up, but it took us about 30 minutes just to get the podcast set up. Got our first co-host today, Cam Eans. You'll see him in the podcast later following the intro. Got a few things we want to talk about in the podcast in general. We got Patrick Mahomes' contract. We got Kenny Smith talking some buffoonery. We got a few more things with the NBA the, how, how the bubble's going to work and, and the food that they got to eat, the nasty food. We really want to talk about that. But first, the intro. Let's go. Right, we got our first ever guest on the Hutch Sports Podcast show. We got Cam Means. We want to talk about a few things today. We got Patrick Mahomes getting the largest contract in NFL history. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's freaking crazy the amount of money he's got but i guess it's kind of warranted with the uh the past year he had so i mean yeah what was it 503 million over what 12 years 10 years no yeah something like that a couple years left on the rookie contract and then goes through the 10-year extension he just got it's crazy i mean I, i would make the argument that if anyone else in sports got this contract right now regardless of who it is with like this amount of like this like longevity it would be a dumb move besides Patrick Mahomes this is the only athlete that can get this amount of money for this long of a time and we're like okay it's worth it absolutely he's got he's got a skill set like no other no one else in the game has this kind of skill set and has played at this level with that kind of skill set that Patrick has done this past couple years and and it obviously showed being able to win the Super Bowl and push through so much adversity. It's uh it's a sight to see. And it hasn't been easy either. Like absolutely he, not. It, it, he was tested a lot last season. Like he I've it, he didn't win MVP this year. Yeah. So, I mean, he won a Super Bowl. So he obviously doesn't need I guess the personal stats to uh obviously have team success, which uh, he proved this year. And it's only, what, fourth year in the league? Um, yeah, and I, I think he really showed that I think he's more t- team-oriented than worried about his own his own accolades. I think he showed that with the 10-year extension. He's he's there to stay in Kansas City. Um, I, I think that's what he's more focused on is, is getting more championships and, and really kind of creating the legacy for himself. And I, I think he's made a hell of a start to it. I mean, it's it's scary to think that he's only 24, and you think he how he can get any better. He's already had historic seasons in his first three years, and like if he gets any better, I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't know what any NFL team's gonna do to stop them. The only argument you can make to make this seem like it's a bad contract is to think how are they gonna get supporting guys for him because they just threw all of their money at them, but they just won a Super Bowl. I mean, they obviously he can win with the players he had. They were a good NFL team. They had a good, like a good enough to defense to take it to the Super Bowl and win it against the 49ers, who wasn't that great on offense, but they made it all through the AFC. So um I mean they he obviously can win players that Absolutely. were dealt this year. So if they just have, I say, above average talent with Patrick Mahomes, they're gonna be in Super Bowl contention every year, year after year. 
Well, and I think they've got a hell of a tandem with him and Andy Reid. I mean, Andy Reid's one of the great offensive minds of the game, and you, you give him he's he is about in the situation that Bill Belichick is is he'll pull somebody out of the Kroger checkout line and turn him into an NFL star. I mean, he you can give him all kinds of people, and he he will he will turn that team into a winner. And I think Patrick Mahomes was that final piece of the puzzle to, to get and secure that championship that he's been longing for for so long. Only concern, I guess, is I, I really don't think Andy Reid is going to be there throughout this whole contract. Like, I really don't even think he's going to be coaching that much longer. You wouldn't think, right? I mean, we I think people have said that for a while because he's been close with other teams that he's coached before. I mean he's coached Donovan McNabb and, and many others where people thought he had the potential to win a championship and it just never came through. And now that he's got this untapped starting to be tapped potential in Patrick Mahomes, I think that it might push him to the limits unless something drastic happens. I think he could potentially see most of the contract out now. I don't know if he rides out the entire contract. Things may happen. Things may change. But I, I think he's definitely he's definitely sticking around a lot longer than if they would have fell flat at the Super Bowl last year. I mean, like nothing's really set in stone, like at all. Like Holmes could literally leave in like what five or six years. Like he could do whatever he wants. Really, like this is really just like a baseline. Them proving their like loyalty loyalty to him. And like saying, we're throwing a lot of money at you. And if you just keep playing really, really good, and if you have a perfect 12 seasons, you can get over a half a billion dollars, which the odds well, of him getting every dollar of that is really low. Well, and you got to think about it. It, it. If in five years, the market for a top tier quarterback is above that 45 million a year average, then he's right. going to be underpaid, so to speak. But he already signed that contract, so I guess it's kind of a uh, it's a risky move by the Chiefs, but they could also see it as a wind where if they were only on a five year deal, and after five years he can get a whole lot more money, and they're still trying to give him support, they may be yeah. SOL. I mean, if anyone in the league or in any history of sports deserves this contract, is Patrick Mahomes. It would be absolutely hilarious if Dak Prescott, the Cowboys, throw this kind of money. Any money near this number towards Dak Prescott, that would be the funniest thing I have ever seen and the most cowboy move I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I I, I think that that would be uh I think that would be the laughing stock of the year if they did that. I think the the thing is I would not be surprised if they do if they do it like soon, just to prove a point. I think there's been crazier things come out of the Cowboys organization, so <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. And the difference is, I really think Prescott's going to get this money. Gonna, I, I don't want to like put this on any player because I, I want him, I want to see him succeed. But I feel like he would get this sort of money and just sort of progress throughout his career at the same rate he is right now, sort of up and down. Mahomes, on the other hand, I'm kind of scared because he's getting this money. And like I just feel like he's gonna go completely off for the rest rest of his career. He's gonna be the, he's the next Tom Brady, if not better. Because he's he 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 doesn't have to worry about the contract bullcrap that comes doesn't. on. 
with players and contract years, he's not going to have, you're not going to have him sitting out in the middle of this. I mean, he's going to, he is going to be all in to this organization for probably the rest of his career. Maybe I I don't think like Tom Brady, but I I think he's in it for the long haul. No player in the history of any league ever, I don't think, is going to get the loyalty that the Chiefs are going to show to Mahomes for the next 10 years. I really don't because, like, for what he's done this early, it, it's just unlike unprecedented. It, it's not even – it's untouched. So Absolutely. that's just scary to think about of what he can be, especially with this new contract, with the team they already have set up now, as long as they don't just completely screw it up and lose every player they have. They can win next year's, and they can win the year after, and the year after, and year after, as long as they get decent role players on the offensive end and just have a mediocre defense. They can win year after year after year. Absolutely. All right, that's all I really want to dive into. That there's not too much to talk about besides Mahomes is just going to be an all-time great, and that's just a fact. Oh yeah. Sting. Next thing I want to talk about: Kenny Smith, Kenny the Jet Smith. All-time NBA player, one of the best players. I'm not going to say one of the best players. Probably a top 100 player of all time. I just said one of the most idiotic statements today on Twitter on a, on a little live stream show. It, it actually came out about an hour ago. He said, LeBron is not in my top 10 all time, but he's number 10. No, excuse me. He said, LeBron is in my top 10 of all time, but he's number 10, and Kobe is not in my top 10. Yeah, that's absolutely, what? absolutely insane. Absolutely. Jet Smith, the, the dude on TNT before almost every time NBA game said Kobe is not in his top 10 and LeBron is number 10. I don't even want to know who the other nine players in front of LeBron is. Yeah, I, I, I think there's a lot of people looking at him going, well, if you're not even going to put Kobe in the top 10 after we've seen what he can do as far as taking over the game, and his Mamba mentality that had the likes of Michael Jordan looking at him with that same yeah. mindset that Michael had. I mean, why does it even matter? This statement might be more idiotic than any Paul Pierce statement we have seen in the last three uh, years. Hold on, on, hold on, hold on. I don't know if we didn't go that <laughs> far. I mean, Paul Pierce has said some dumb shit. Yeah. I don't think he would say Kobe is not in his top 10. I don't think any NBA analyst. Like, I, I was surprised when I read this because I thought he had some sense in him. Like, I, I really don't. I yeah. thought he had, I don't know. Like, what? why would he put, I didn't hear his reasoning. I didn't watch the whole video. Yeah, I just. Like, I, just I, I just, I don't understand that at all. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I mean, I, I'm not the hugest LeBron fan, but. I definitely think he's a top ten player. I think Kobe's a top ten player. It's I not even Kobe, a question. Like it's it's literally a fact. Statistically, championships, no matter how you put it, Kobe and LeBron is in the top ten. Absolutely, yeah. And and personally, I've got Kobe above LeBron. I think uh, above uh, and beyond. It's like a somewhat arguable. Like you can make an argument about that. There's a lot of people who are going to think otherwise, but saying they're both not in the top 10 is just probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't want to dive into like my personal top 10. Like it's just that no one wants to hear a random person's top 10 with no statistical or factual evidence, but saying they're not in it is just dumb. 
All right, I want to jump into the next thing we want to talk about, the disgusting food in the NBA bubble that the NBA is making their players eat right now. It sucks, but it's kind of funny. Dude, this food looks like complete crap. I don't know that prison inmates get served this food. It's first high school lunches. That's what it looks like right now. Little like containers. Like it's almost like a little leftover box, but not like, but it's see through. And you sort of peel it back and you probably have to microwave it. Who knows? But it's probably the worst room service you can possibly get. The picture I'm looking at right now is shrimp and steak dinner in, in the Orlando bubble. Looks like it would give you the freaking squirts if you ate it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's. Imagine having to eat that, just tearing up the bathroom, then going to have to play the Pacers the next day. Yeah, you're 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 definitely not going to uh, feel great after eating that. I mean, you'd think with the NBA and the amount of revenue they're normally able to bring in, even just starting back up, I know people are chomping at the bit for sports to be back. You think yeah. they'd be able to hire a personal chef? I mean, I think it doesn't this, make any sense. I think this is a perfect opportunity for Gordon Ramsay to come in and do one hit one of his reality shows of kitchen nightmares and show what the fuck is going on because it has got to be some crap that top players of basketball in the world are no, LeBron ain't eating that. LeBron's not eating that. You know, he's not, he, he's somehow smuggling. He's got to be food in the No, he is. I don't he's know how he's going to do it. There's no way. He's he, no way. He's not eating Taco Tuesday from that crap. You know, I've heard things LeBron doesn't have a great diet and stuff, but you know, the majority of the NBA, they have enough money and they obviously invest in their bodies enough, or they probably have ten to $20,000 plus a year diets where they just literally get stuff cooked for them every meal of the day to fit their body perfectly. And now they got to go from that to eating school lunches. I mean, I would be more for the Donald Trump move and pulling in McDonald's and Wendy's and all this double cheeseburgers, like load them up with that. I mean, at least it'll taste good. I mean, it's going to yeah, have, you don't want to eat something that tastes like plastic. It, it, it's terrible. Like I, I hate to say it, but I almost feel bad for them because they're literally going on a month to two month long AAU tournament to Orlando and they don't even get to eat good food, but except they're in the NBA and they're going to make millions of dollars. So you can't really feel bad for them. But at the same time, you kind of do because they do it. Some of them do have families. Most of them do. They'd rather be with them, but no, they're stuck in a hotel room eating nasty shrimp, gas station looking shrimp, nasty steak. Yeah, it's I. It makes me sick for them. I, I don't. I don't. Lastly. This podcast, keeping it short and sweet, shouldn't be running over about 10 to 15 minutes, keeping it short and sweet per usual. We're going to talk about the sport we're most excited to see back coming in July or August. Personally, obviously, I'm an NBA guy. I'm going to say basketball because I've needed basketball in my life the past few months. I'm so prone to this time of the year watching basketball night after night. And then, I mean, we'd be in the playoffs right now. We'd be late in the playoffs right now, probably in the finals. So, and this, that's like my favorite time of the year because it's summer. You don't really have to worry about that much stuff. You just watch basketball. 
that's it. But me personally, I, I say NBA coming back is by far what I'm most excited about. What about you? Yeah, I'm I'm uh I love football and I'm excited for football to get started when it does get started, but I'm definitely gonna have to go with uh major league baseball. I'm kind of bummed that they're only doing 60 games, but uh I'm excited to see it come back. I'm I've got a full-time job and normally in the summers I'm listening to baseball games on the radio. Um I'm a big Marlins fan, so I, I listen to them even though we're not very good. We're still rebuilding a little bit, but it uh helps me get through the day and it's been I know it's been real rough for everyone with everything going on. So I I'm just glad to get get baseball back on a daily routine. So in word around town is might not be seeing baseball, even with the plan for it to come back. It's just not that great of a plan. They're not testing them daily as they should. A lot of players coming out saying that they're not getting the proper testing that they said they would, that some players aren't even getting tested in like four to five days. And they said they're supposed to be every day. So not really sure what that looks for the MLB coming back. Let's yeah, hope. and I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, who really knows what's going on behind? Over it. I don't. I, I, it, I'm over it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's at the point where they're over it. But I think them will be there at this point. All sports are kind of just in screw it mode. If someone gets it, throw them away. Don't let them come back, and just hope no one else was infected by it, so we can just get back to playing and watching sports, and that's what we want to do. Absolutely. That's about it for today's podcast. Carter Hutchison, this is Cam Eans, first ever guest on the Hush Sports Podcast. Thank you for listening. Hope you come back. Going to try to go every Tuesday, Thursday. If anything changes, we'll let you guys know. That's it for today's podcast. We'll see you. We're out.